So welcome to the podcast. My name is Zach and this is Eve. We are the directors of Stay Right. And on this podcast, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about how we've scaled our Airbnb business to 40 properties in just over 10 months. And during that time, what we're going to document is all the tips, hacks, tricks, everything that we're doing to help us continue to grow and also share how we grew to 40 properties. Um, so let's get stuck into it. So we're finally here. We've planned this for a while, haven't we? Yes, we have. I'm excited. Finally, episode one, guys. I know. I can't wait. It's um, it's crazy to think this time last year, Yeah, we were doing viewing on our first, or trying to get our first rent to rent. Yeah. To fast forward to where we are now with pretty much 40 properties under our belt. Don't think you uh, would thought we would have been here. Oh, I did. Oh, you did? Okay. Don't worry. We I wrote down. Think, yeah. We wrote down our goals and <laughs> yeah. we have to hit them. No, no. It, it's... Um, it's kind of a dream to get to where we're at now. And I think that, like, yeah, I say we did because we, we had big goals from the start and we knew we wanted to scale. Um, but it's still crazy to think that that we're here. So, um, yeah, episode one, we're just going to kind of share our journey so far. Obviously, 40 properties in 10 months is quite fast growth. Mm. Um, so I think it's important we just start with that, really, isn't it? And um, talk about how we've, how we've done it. And it's just how we've done it. There might be other ways to do it as well, um, mm. but we're just going to share our journey. I think we're quite unique in the way that we've done it because you see all these groups out there and they're talking about you know all these selling tactics and everything. I, I genuinely think that um, we've kind of gone past what people would do, especially with our schedules. And we'll get into it a little bit, but you know, we when we started, we both worked a lot, um, and yeah. we, we somehow managed to do this. So uh, yeah, um, I can't wait. Yeah. Okay, so starting at the beginning, mm. um, I think it's important first, like first episode, just to talk a little bit. You said obviously our business is called Stay Right, so that's an Airbnb or service accommodation management company. So we're going to talk mainly about that. Um, but we did start with three rent to rent properties, um, and yeah, that was what end of last year. Yeah, that was um, in. Uh, I think we secured our first one the first of December. Yeah. And then we had two, again, straight after that in like seven yeah. days. Which so three rent to rent straight away. Um, that was the start of our journey. But let's just backtrack a little bit more and just, um, I guess, introduce ourselves first. Yeah. Um, so Ladies first. Thank you. <laughs> um, so before starting this business, I, well, I went to uni um, in Cardiff. And I then kind of halfway through my degree started working at an amazing um, startup company at the time in the fitness industry. Um, I worked in customer support. I then worked in client success and that was an amazing journey. I learned so much about running a business. Um, Zach worked slash still works there now so he can talk about that. Um, yeah so that's kind of that's what gave me the bug to start a business. I knew I wanted to get into property and I then started learning about the Airbnb strategy with Zach and we realized that it was um an interesting business model so that's that's kind of what got started into that yes yeah, so myself hopefully you can hear the accent I'm Australian probably people don't hear that unfortunately so yeah I still work um uh with my full-time job and I love my job um but we've got some big news coming um so yeah I mean I I've been doing sales uh and help that business grow as well. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of got into this because of Eve, really. And uh, now, now we're here. I won't here. take full credit. <laughs> yeah, now we're here. And um, yeah, that's kind of our story. And how we got into rent to rent was, 
it was mainly you, Eve. You wanted to always grow your business and you just love property. Yeah, it was a good combination. I think for us, what a lot of people may not, not realise straight off the bat is that managing Airbnbs and doing that successfully is a noisy business. It takes a lot of time. Um, it takes a lot of operations and organisation and that's what I wanted. I wasn't looking for quick passive income. I wanted which I don't know if that's even possible. Um, it's definitely not. But I wanted to run a business. I wanted to build a business. I wanted to hire like team members and and grow something. And that's that's why this was really exciting. Mm. So um, yeah, we're based in Cardiff. Our properties are across sort of South Wales and Bristol. Um, and yeah, I think that's a good intro yeah. to Let's the journey. <laughs> take us back to the beginning. So like... Take us back to October, November, we're having that conversation about wanting to get rent to rents and talk about the first, before we get into how we got the three, talk about like that grueling phase beforehand, you know, yeah. to get that first one. Because it was yeah. tough, man. It was, yeah. it was tough. Because it's easy to go, oh, we've got all these properties yeah. now, but obviously it doesn't start like that. Like every no is closer to a yes and I have to tell myself that and yeah. I will be the first to say that having all of those no's and, and trying to sell to people was really new to me and I would come out of hearings and cry. I think that... Like, Zach yelled at me one time because he's like, why, why are you... Like, in a nice way. And he's like, why are you crying? Like, this is great. Like, we're making progress and I'm just crying my eyes out because I, I didn't like Doing the, it. the tough sales love. But th- yeah. that's a funny story I think you should harp on there because we went into that viewing and this just, like, shows how important it is to know what you're talking about. We went in there and I think we watched a YouTube video like, yeah, we're this saying rent we to rent. Say. We need to say management. Yeah terrible idea do not do that guys um and we went in there and the person said so what like is it you moving in and he's like no no we, we're gonna manage this property <laughs> and this person said what you and thought we were a letting agent and they actually tried to report us to open rent so do not go in there with that <laughs> it was misleading it yeah. was misleading um so i think a few things we learned very quickly was you need to start understanding people's like pain points yeah. first and actually explain it to them quite gently and not as you're taking your shoes off as you walk into their house. Um, I mean, guys, I was taking my shoes off and they were like, what are you talking about? And I was very quickly putting my shoes back on. Yeah. It was, it was uncomfortable, but it was really good learning. And I think it comes down to like, that is how you're going to probably most likely, unless you're like working with a deal sourcer, you're going to have to go and do yeah. those viewings. Um, you've got to put yourself in those uncomfortable situations. But, you know, eventually we found... Uh, a little two-bed coach house in Barry, and we... after how many viewings? Eight viewings, eight or nine failed viewings. Yeah, plus a lot more messages and yeah. phone calls, and um, yeah, tell us about the Barry one. Yeah, yeah, this was this was an interesting one because we we I didn't think anything of this property, but it was yeah, it was a we messaged the landlord. He had so many inquiries, and we went there, and he luckily was a letting agent um, or former letting agent, and he was like, yeah, I understand rent to rent. It was a little bit sus, but he gave us a shot and he, it, it took about three weeks to actually secure this back and forth. And, and finally we got it, um, which was super exciting. Catch was, it wasn't very service accommodation ready. It was a bit run down. We're talking magnolia walls. We're talking dirty. Oh, needed yeah. a lot of work. But talk about how we like convinced him. I think getting the first yeah. deal, when you've not got anything to back yourself, that's daunting, right? When someone says, well... What, like, why, how can I trust you, you know? Yeah, so this one, we went in, um, we, the way we kind of presented it was, um, you know, we're trying to put, you know, there's an influx of workers in the area and we need people to, we need uh, more properties to host these um, 
his guests and this is how we're going to do it. So obviously we're going to give guaranteed rent. We take care of the maintenance, etc. You know, everyone knows the um the kind of standard kind of um conversation. So guaranteed rent, take care of maintenance. Um, it's going to be showroom condition and um, no voids, and we're going to take it on for a long period of time. So hassle free. So he was clued up, but he actually had some rent to rent issues. But what he liked about us was that we came in dressed well. We were ambitious. We talked about our goals. And we had we, a business card. We had a business card. and That we don't use anymore. <laughs> I think he, it's just the way that we approached him. He just, yeah, and he said this after it closed. There was just something about us that he could, he could just see. And, and what, how we kind of convinced him was that um, he, he basically just said that, you know, look, we, we want to grow. This is not just going to be our own one. We want to take this as a business and we know you have more. Now, we're a new business. And he asked for 12 months rent up front and we were reluctant. That was about 11,000 pounds and we did it. And we knew that we were going to have to refurb that place slightly as well, plus furnish it. Mm. So I think, yeah, we just, we just jumped in, didn't we? Yeah. And I think that the key thing with that is like, he knew we were serious. And yeah. I think you can be a beginner. You're not going to be lying to anyone saying that you're not a beginner, you, know, you want to be honest, but you can be honest and show them that you need business in, in the same breath. So we were like, like Zach said, we were explaining that, you know, we had big goals. We, we kind of, it's kind of faking it till you make it right. But without, without lying, <laughs> you, you just want to show that you're, you are serious and you're, you know, you're, and I, and I think a big thing is saying, you know, you are my first client which means I'm going to look after you. Yeah, like you're you're my most important client. Like you're the one that's going to kickstart my business. So if I don't look after you, then I'm nowhere. So yeah, I kind of make them feel special. Yeah, it's even asking them like, like, what do I need to do to you to prove that I'm going to like, like before they even have that, um, that that negative thought process just like you just call them out on it like look I, I know what you're thinking this is my first property but i've been working with people for x amount of months i got my mentor i paid a lot of money for my courses um and then now i'm ready to take on that property and that's exactly what eve said so we got that we got that deal and i'll let eve explain the <laughs> the the process because we're like yes we got this first deal and boy were we in the deep end yeah, at that point which is we? good and i think yeah. that it's very easy to get nervous and slow down and and um, i was definitely nervous yeah it was nerve-wracking but you just have to you know yeah jump in because my bank account was you... nervous after yeah. <laughs> all yeah. that money. um but you do you just have to kind of go for it so just quickly like it was it was a bit run down mm. um it you know hadn't been looked after it had some pretty kind of messy tenants in there basically and it hadn't really been given any love in in quite some time um we were like oh yeah we'll just paint it really quickly like no Sound worries yeah no time. worries um that you know obviously obviously we'd never done that before mm. but i think you know it, it didn't stop us i think that's the important thing like we could have yeah. maybe now would say oh you know we wouldn't obviously go do that work ourselves however at the time that was not going to stop us taking on our first unit. It was an opportunity and we had to take it. So I think that's key, right? Like it, you, you yeah. kind of you just make it happen. We knew that if we made this work, we were we were set. I mean, and it kind of, it happened. And we'll get on to that in a second. Yeah. Um. So that, yeah, we, what, two, two and a half weeks? Three at least. Yeah, three yeah. weeks. We, I'm not even exaggerating here. Every day we would finish work at about 5.36. From 6 p.m. to 1 a.m., 
to two, then 2, three, 3, 4, yeah. 5 a.m. As we realized the workload we were As saying we realized, later. Yeah. Yeah. We would work and refurb that place all night long. It was night shifts, guys. It, it got to the point where the night before, actually the week before the photos, we were doing 4 a.m. We would drive back. It was about a 30-minute drive from yeah. our house yeah. every night at 4 a.m. There was no one on the roads. And we had to wake up four hours later to go to work. Yeah, not to mention this was in the depths of winter. Like this was freezing. Yeah. And we were not putting the heating on in that house no. because <laughs> there was no way we were paying for it. So we yeah. were in there in our coats. That's crazy. I painting. That. We were tired. We ate takeaway every night. But we just kept reminding ourselves of like what we were doing it for. And um, it was... It's, we, we, I just kept saying this is going to be the story that we yeah. tell and here we are telling that story so I that's know. nice I, know, I like crazy. that Eve question for you was it worth it? of course and I think that it gave us so much like pride that we did it ourselves and that we um, yeah we were taking it seriously we kind of like proved it to ourselves almost like we want to make this happen I know I, so uh, yeah yeah the, do you know what the, the like the silver lining on that property is? that property Kickstarter journey is our best property that rent to rent um easily eight to a thousand pounds profit a month consistently and the rent is so low um which is amazing um it's kind of like it's, it's in a it's in an area that the rent is that low but it just it provides and um where from there so we that was december first mm. second third we got that live yeah what happened from there um another viewing that we had had actually earlier on first, first viewing, ever yeah. viewing got back in touch it wasn't about that property, it was about another one. Um, we went and viewed that one, said yes, took it on, and then he gave us another one. So Straight we away. had He's like, oh, two, this one. <laughs> yeah, we had two literally within within a week. And I think the key there is we went to that viewing and it was a no, but a no isn't always a no. Um, you know, he came back to us and we've now we now have two properties from him. And um yeah, so that's why those no's shouldn't get you down. <laughs> They're just one step closer. So we took those on, set those up. So by January, we had three live rent-to-rents. And that was the, the kind of start of our journey. Yeah. And I think at that point, you know, we were really in the deep end. We That's were. when we started real like mentorship, right? And, and training. Yeah. Which is where we learn about management. Yeah. That's where we learn about management. So I mean, the tip I would say to everyone starting out is a lot of these people out there tell you about how to get the deal. Mm. Well, I, I can't stress that's this enough. the easy part that's the easiest it is actually the easiest part when, when it you just have takes to, some time when you have to get it up and running and live and then also profiting and making money it's such a work to that and we're gonna I, I have a whole kind of episode planned on like monetizing and, and making that um, you know consistency over every single month but yeah like Eve said we got introduced to a new strategy um, from our mentor and it kind of opened our eyes. At first, we were like, eh. and a lot of people are still like that with management, aren't they? You talk to them and they're like, rent to rent, rent to rent, rent to rent. I want to take all these deals. But you see them like turtling and mm. growing so slowly. And then you realize, I can manage someone else's property and make money and not have to put in a year's rent or furniture. Or, yeah. But all, they'll pay me. Wait, oh, this is the cash. They'll pay me to set the property to spend up. To spend their, their money. And set it up. And obviously, it, they win, but they're making money. But now I don't have rent. I don't have bills. Yeah. I don't have anything over my head. I can yeah. take on any property I wanted to. Yeah. And I think going back to our initial goal of like, we want to grow and scale a business, it just suddenly all made sense yeah. right? to do management because it was like, oh, this is scalable. Like, you could say yes to 10 properties in one day. You don't have to have 
the thousands of pounds to set up the central offices. Like, you can just keep scaling. Yeah. But obviously, you can't, don't scale that fast. Yeah, don't scale fast. Um, but, you know, that kind of concept is there that it's it's a lot more scalable. So we went down that management route. So that means basically, for anyone that doesn't know, that's working with um, you know, landlords directly that have like, investment properties or developers uh, that have properties that they you know, they might want to diversify their por- portfolio, just make more profit off of their investments. Um, but also, we actually do also manage for rent-to-rent investors. So we have clients that take on rent-to-rents and we manage them for them. Um, what did you think when you first heard of management? I was like, are you skeptical? Nah. Um, I think I was a bit skeptical just for the thought, of like, oh, I'm going to make less money. Mm-hmm. That was my thought process, like, oh, less risk, less reward. But then it, it quickly, re- like, like I said just before, like, it quickly realized that, or well, I quickly realized, sorry, that it allowed us to just grow quicker. Yeah. What would you say to yourself, like, if you were to take yourself back to um, November Eve or even October Eve, because we were planning on it, what would be the, the number one thing? that you wish you told yourself back then. Oh, I know it. What, because what I would it? tell myself that every day. Uh, I'm intrigued. I, I don't think I know this, actually. Just be patient. Be patient. Because, right. guys, I'm not patient, which is a strength when you kind of push yourself forward, but then it's not when you kind of, you just need to be consistent and stay focused. And sometimes when you get yeah. so excited and ahead of yourself. Um, but yeah, probably just to be patient. Yeah, no, I agree. What, what would mine be? No, I don't yeah, know. I was going to ask. I think, um, I think mine would be to to try to Get switch to off some furniture. Yeah, yeah, build more <laughs> furniture. I think like try to switch off a little bit more. So like more focused work rather than just doing the work. Mm. Uh, and I think I've learned that so much recently. That's the hard thing in the early days, yeah. isn't it? I mean it's still early days, but I actually think that in the good old days. I actually miss like doing the barrier thing. Says that. But I don't No you don't. I don't I don't miss doing the bar I miss that feeling. That feeling is yeah, that so really, different. It's really exciting. You feel like you're conquering the world. Um, okay, so that's kind of like that, that's kind of like the the summary of like like where we started our first couple of months. So, twenty twenty three, stay right. It was actually RD stays before that, but we changed. This is kind of like our our year where we just absolutely went full throttle onto management, and um, it, it wasn't like we just grew and took on twenty thirty properties you know, within the first couple of months. I think it, it grew very steadily, didn't it? Mm. And I think. There's so many tips I would give on like how to grow your business. And this isn't even rent to rent. This is not even just to management scaling, but like that how we grew this fast was networking. Yeah. I think like this is this was our we realized this was our superpower. Um yeah. we love learning and, and we love talking to people. Um we just helping people, right? Like helping, yeah. the most exciting thing was when you start realizing when you work with someone on a management basis, like especially, you know, a landlord. You compare what they make on a normal rental oh, yeah. to management and you show them those numbers, realistic numbers, obviously. Um, that's really exciting. So we realized that there was going to be this really kind of exciting partnership we could start having with clients where we're kind of winning together instead of them just getting their rent. Sometimes just getting the rent is them winning, but that was really exciting. So, so yeah, so the word I use all the time and I will always use is like sustainable because, you know, it's easy to grow quite quickly in some sense of it but actually to do it and for it to be sustainable and to keep all of those clients happy as you grow that is like the key 
for me, for yeah. both of us. Yeah, 100%. And that comes down to a lot of organization. <laughs> 100%. So, but anyway, back to how we get all those deals, how we how we scale networking. Yeah, so... what? Tell, tell us about like yeah, starting so, out in networking. So we started out... I mean, basically, we... This, the next fourth and fifth and sixth deal came from referrals and at networking events. So two of them were actually, one was from a, a previous rent to rent person where we convinced to be management. And the other one was one of our cleaning teams actually referred someone. So what we then quickly did was we we went into, you know, there's events called like PIN. Um, they're fantastic to meet people. And then you have other ones. Um, well, like general be, business. Yeah, general networking. business ones. And it could be obviously the Facebook groups. Um, yeah, networking is not just in person. Yeah, it's not point. just in person. It's, it's online. And, and then there's also like um, sourcing agents becoming like friendly with them and um, proving yourself to them that they want to actually refer their investors to you because their deals are going to be working. So that's important. So what I would say about networking, again, this is the biggest mistakes. And there's people like Alex Ormosi that I, I absolutely love. He always talks about you being the person in the room that actually wants to learn from the other person. Mm-hmm. So you're not the person going in there like, yeah, I'm doing rent training. Do not, don't, until you're, you're asked. You're not trying to sell. Yeah, you're not. Until you're asked what um, what you do, don't say what you do. Ask yeah. that person, you want to find, and, and look, if that person's not interesting to you, don't feel like you have to. Literally say, hey, I'm just going to go network with other people. Don't waste but your time. But also you never know. But you also don't know. That's to. why you ask questions, yeah. yeah. So you, you ask that person and you, you truly are interested in this person, like this person's about to give you 10 grand. That's the mindset you have. And you ask, 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 ask. And then that person will then ask you what you do. And then you speak. You don't sell to them. You sell. It's so natural that, isn't it? Yeah. You yeah. sell without selling that person. You say, I will do this to you. Talk about your other previous experiences. And if you don't have any, talk about what other people are doing. And basically, at that point, that person, if they're interested in what you do, You'll see that and then get their details. And then that's so much more organic and that's 100%. where the best networking happens, right? Like And not just once. Yeah. Twice. You don't pitch on the first date. You don't you don't you don't kiss on the first date. <laughs> on the second date, you know, you warm up a little bit more. And on the third date, that's when and then you kiss. Yeah, that's when you yeah, you yeah, keep keep a PG. Keep a PG. <laughs> that's when you kiss. The same thing happens with networking, even selling. That it's is, all about touch points, right? Touch points Building relationships. Yeah. I mean, we love going to all of the networking things that we go to the first couple of times it was a bit kind of nerve-wracking but you have to get get in there and kind of make yourself do it you don't want to be the person stood there not talking to anyone so it kind of makes you do it when you're in the room and i think that like now we go to those events we know people that we've known for like a year you know and Mm. they will even if we don't work with them because it's not necessarily what you know who 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 would be able to help for example they will still vouch for us because they know us as people, yeah. and there's so much power in that, isn't there? Well, the people that they go, oh yeah, these are the SA people. Yeah, talk to even and, Zach. And yeah. we're, we're not in there selling because we're genuinely like we're learning as well. Like these guys, they, they teach us so much about how their business is operating, and we're you know we're taking that um, information, and then obviously they're learning about service accommodation, and and that's you know we're trading information. That is what networking is: trade and then coming together. Yeah. So that's kind of like. My two cents of networking. Um, and I would say like if you're nervous as well. Um, embrace that. Yeah. Just think about it as, um, you know, you'll look back on it and go, oh, that's nervous. That's so amazing that, you know, I got out of my comfort zone and I did it because that, that feeling won't last. Like you'll get so comfortable with it so quickly because everyone in that room is in the same position. 
you're not the only one in there trying to meet new people. That's what everyone's trying to do. Yeah. So, you know, embrace that. I remember the first time, especially at the the pin meetings, you have to stand up, but you don't have to, but you stand up. Yeah, you stand up and you you do like a 20 second um, kind of pitch introduction to to kind of what you do. And I was sitting there thinking, you know, he's getting closer and closer to me Mm. in the room. He's like, I still get like that. He's coming towards me and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, am I going to do it? Am I Mm. not going to do it? And I just thought to myself, like, if you don't do it now, like, are you ever? Because it's always going to be a first time, right? You hate yourself after that. Yeah, well, that's a bit mean, but yeah. But yeah, you would. Like but, you... but, you know, you're going to have to do it the first time at some point. So just get it out of the way. Sure away, yeah. And then you're, then you're off, you know? And, and you may screw up, but practice. Just get, like, practice. We used to practice it in the car on the way. We yeah, still do if we want to say be... something different, Look, right? I'm going to be transparent. I still get nervous every time I have to do it. I, I still get butterflies in my tummy. But I do it, and I'm fine. I don't die. Nothing happens. <laughs> I, I keep moving on. I keep breathing. Like that's that's the same thing. We, we've got deals. Yeah, we still get yeah, yeah we, we get deals. But like oh, we've gone to that pin event and we've 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 got clients from that pin event and basically like most of the time when we speak we have people come up to us and ask and that's exactly where you want to get to. So um, that's the number one way. That's that's right, the number right? one thing. I would say the um, well, Eve, I, w- I want to ask you a question. So we get to this is kind of like going through the time frame. So we're at. I think like March, April, we're at like eight, mm. eight, nine. By the way, yeah, like we're talking about March, April, we're at nine. You know, we're, we're, this is right now in October by the end and we're at 40. You can see the super accelerated growth that comes in a second. But when when we're at nine, where, how, where do you reckon we're going to be like right now? Genuinely, because I'm, well, I'm intrigued because I know you're ambitious. I know you're... I believe in manifesting and saying things out loud to make yeah. them happen. So I, I said, you know, we're going to have we changed it. We were at yeah. yeah. 50 is what I said. And we said at 30. We said, oh, 30. And I went, yeah, why are we being nice about it? Like, let's just say, then, let's say 50 yeah. as we started growing. But I think that growth compounds. And I think that getting your second and your third and your fourth and your fifth, that's still harder than getting your 40th, right? Like, it does keep speeding up. And that's something I didn't really believe back then. When people would say to me, getting deals is going to become easier and easier. Not not less work, but you know they will come thicker and faster. It's really hard to believe that. So I was thinking, oh, but I still feel like every deal is like such hard work to get. And we still put in that hard work, but that has sped up just purely because you have more testimonials. You have more people to refer over to. You've got more kind of evidence of what you do. And there are people that will only want to work with someone that has more proof in the pudding, you know? So I think that... I almost didn't believe that that was true. But as we've gone through um, the month, you kind of noticed that happen, right? Yeah. No, I, I, I couldn't agree more. Where would you say the point was where like that that growth kind of sped up? Where, when when was that? Um, well, I, I, I can look at the numbers and I know exactly yeah. when it was. It was like June. Like it, it grew. Okay. But we, we had a lot of deals in the pipeline. So from April to May, yeah. That, that couple months there, we had deals come through. And basically, we went, like, we basically went from, like, 15 live. We then had secured a block of um, studios in Swansea, which was direct to landlord, which was, I think that was in May. And then that went live, like, end of July. That was four, four or five studios. That's now eight. And then we got six, two beds in um, June. And basically... We then grew to like 25, like within mm. a month and a half. And yeah. that was purely through networking and relationships with deal sources. Um, so 
the deal sourcer had an, like a, a, this is the strategy number two I would say is the deal sourcer had so many you know doing fantastic you know selling a lot of deals and the management companies that she was referring to they were just doing everything wrong and this is the other thing about how you, your reputation um, really really is powerful they were all just losing money and not doing well and the deals were really good they weren't bad but they just weren't working and then they got referred across to us and we took on all these deals um, and started making their money, turned it around. You know, these people, some of them were negative like 60,000 pounds and we, we turned them around. So yeah, we, we kind of really grew their business at that point there. Um, so that's like number two, would you say? Like that, that was, that was our wake up call. Like, wow. Yeah. There's, there's, um, it's all about, yeah, the, the, um, kind of reputation you start building with the people you work with. And I think we saw that go the wrong way with the relationships she had had. And then kind of, obviously, now, now it works really great together. But I think there's obviously like, the, like what Zach kind of just um, referred to with how we grew quite quickly. Because I think that's what I want to kind of just go back to is we, there are, there are a couple of kind of deals there that were multiple units. And that is a great way to scale, right? Like you take on a block or something. Um you know, that's, that's a great way to kind of scale up. So that happened with a couple of, of the deals, which definitely helped, right, around that time. Yeah, it did, 100%. And, and that kind of made us flying. Do you know, what's, do you know what I think about? Because like, we're talking about, like, all these deals coming in at, like, one time and, and like, our business growing. Well, I've got a funny question for you. What was the one issue you had no idea that you would have to face at this point? I know it. I, I can say this at the same time in three sets. Three, two, one, bins. bins. Yeah, <laughs> she told you. Yeah, and I think that has got to be the other part of like what we talk yeah. about when we talk about growing fast because it's so easy. To That's just, gonna be a whole episode about how yeah, we're yeah, our, our team operations. And yeah, but I think it's you know we were growing fast, we still are, and along with that has come you know growing a team and actually keeping the quality up. The most important thing mm. is that we've kept the quality going um, with the kind of service that we're offering to our clients yeah. right well that's so um 100 to answer the question about bins um we yeah i i didn't realize bins was going to be such a, such a difficult thing right like you think about people staying in an airbnb compared to a normal house they're, they're probably not recycling as much or there's just you know creating more rubbish because they're maybe you know in groups or <laughs> whatever so keeping on top of rubbish was just like the sudden issue that we we've got on top of it, we have loads of systems for now, but just all these things when you when you are scaling quickly, it's very easy to let these little things slide. Um, so that's where you've got to be really on it. So bins is an example where we're like, oh, okay, we need to get back on top of this. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Um, it's so funny that the bins. Like honestly, there needs to be some sort of like council taxes like for bins because it is mad. Um. We we obviously haven't done this alone. And I think that's really important for people to understand because like there's no way that you could run 40 properties by yourself. Like this is the time to kind of talk a little bit about our journey as a business because we took on our amazing ops manager slash PA at the time at what, May, April? That's kind of allowed us to kind of grow this quite substantial. Um, talk about that. That was... That's probably like one of the hardest things we've had to go through is hiring team. Luckily, we had experience in that, but this is something that people struggle with. Um, 
I'm gonna have to take my hats off to you. This is your kind of domain. Um, you're the you're the ops queen. It's not my strong suit. Definitely, I like I said I wanted to grow a business, right? So <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah. So yeah, we obviously couldn't do it ourselves. I mean, if we did, it would not be a very good job of everything because there's so much that goes into it. And I think that we we hired our first team member. Honestly, we kind of just hired her and said. Right, what Ebony's doing, we just need to work together and, and kind of get it done. There was no kind of set job description as such, other than you're just going to be helping us grow. And that was really important to bring someone in, probably earlier than maybe we realised we needed 100%. to. 100%. Yeah. Um, we, we weren't paying ourselves at that point, for sure. Yeah. Um, so that is, it, that is definitely some advice I'd give anyone. Is If you are scaling, you can't be greedy in terms of wanting to just like, Keep it all to yourself. Like you've got to build a team if you're going to do it right and you're going to grow it sustainably. Um, so bringing her on was was awesome and she's obviously now progressing with us and that's really exciting. Um, but yeah, she she kind of just took on a lot of the day-to-day work. So in terms of building that team, what you want to do is start delegating, right? And prioritize the high-level tasks. How are you pushing the needle forward? How are you growing your business? That's what you should be working on as a business owner. That's what we try and do. Obviously, you get sucked in, right? Like we always get sucked into the day-to-day stuff because we want to we want to make sure it's going well and and keep kind of growing it um but by delegating that's how you you grow 100 percent, yeah how many team members have you had now um six six yeah that's a couple part-time in there including us um not including us not including us wow because it's a couple part-time see that that um that surprises me yeah how many people um how many people do you reckon will have on the I think it's interesting, right? Because yeah. I think when you're growing a business, there's like points where you you got to take people on, and then you you kind of fine for a while. So I don't know. We kind of have to see how it goes. Maybe maybe one more. What do you What do you think? Um, I reckon one more. There'll be there'll be maybe two more. Depends on how many properties we. What have would you go. say? You know, so I was talking about delegating, right? What would you say? Um, the the most important parts are to to delegate. Oh. I'm so and I'm not, to not and to not delegate. Yeah, I mean, I'm not very good at processes, but I'm learning and I realize how important they are. So the number one thing is like getting your brain into like into Guys, I say Zach tells me, I'm like, go write it down. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> go so write much. it down. So the number one thing is like SOPs, so standard operation procedures. Like this is from the get go. If you are not doing this right now, do it like today. Uh, if you listen to this, start writing down how you onboard properties. How you everything. manage their properties yeah. and everything. And I it's, just even talking about this, I can't wait to even just explain about all these things in yeah. more detail because it's it's this is just an introduction. But um yeah, the SOPs are the biggest one. And then once you've got that SOP, it's not set and forget. You need to keep going back to that and Evolving. checking with the team to make sure that's good. But you know, for example, this has been a weekend and me and you've not done that much work. We've done things together and you know, we've helped maybe potentially close some deals. Everything from the guest comms and um, from even revenue management, you know, some of the time we offset that, um, which is a blessing. I think, yeah, some of the first things that we sort of delegated was, yeah, just the admin, the day-to-day. Mm. Guest comms. Um, yeah, and guest comms is a big one. Um, Massive. Which we'll go into more because, again, I think there's so much to all of these things that we didn't realize and that we learned through kind of mentoring and also now experience um but yeah i can't wait to get into all these topics more like it, just touching on everything just makes me think oh there's so, there's so much more to talk about which is um 
which is exciting to to kind of yeah know what's coming in the next episodes yeah i mean this like we said this podcast was to introduce us and and kind of give you a little bit of a background of our journey and um get you to have a feel of like us as people what we want to start doing is like every week release like a topic that we're going to be talking about so that could be revenue management and how we're achieving 80 percent occupancy across all our properties could be x could be y this is what we're wanting to do um and um i honestly can't wait you know this is this is going to be amazing um, yeah and also we are going to get some guests on here yes um, we are yeah not every episode um but we will kind of change it up with bringing some kind of experts and, and people that can really add even more value and stuff like that and yeah. more learning to it yeah um yeah can't wait no no bring on episode two bring on episode two eve i think what i want to leave you with is a question of if you were to give if someone right now was listening to this that hasn't started hasn't got any rent to rents but is you know thinking about doing it or is trying to actively doing it right now what are the three quick fire tips that you give them don't wait for everything to feel perfect it never will just start mm. don't worry about it too much maybe that's number two as well um remember that every no <clears throat> remember that every no is is a step closer to a yes i have to tell myself that every day mm. um and number three would be keep reminding yourself of your goals and kind of envisioning that i'm big on like manifesting and envisioning things because when you feel a bit down when you're getting no's just keep that vision in your head of, of what you want to achieve because that's what will keep you going yeah i agree I, my my one to that would be and this is like thinking of me back then yeah um and the arrogance is like <laughs> you don't know anything <laughs> yeah 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 you don't know what you don't know yeah and for sure. like we thought that we we're gonna be able to manage these properties with no knowledge like this is but we don't sell a course i'm telling you this right now go buy something if you want a recommendation on what we got yeah just drop us a message um uh, and we can definitely um, it's what's grown up like yeah. help describe it yeah definitely yeah let's leave them, um, anyone that's listening to uh, where they can find us so where where can they find you Eve um gosh I do, um, Instagram yeah and TikTok I'm getting into these things like starting to really kind of grow yeah. them, so that's exciting um, I think yours is Eve we will X leave them wherever you yeah, leave yeah, them yeah yeah we'll leave them wherever <laughs> we leave them yeah yeah, yeah. um and uh, yeah mine's mine's zach underscore ratcliffe um so on learn my instagram handle. <laughs> yeah same on tiktok um and then um yeah we are also going to start filming these right facebook as well obviously you just message yeah. us but yeah we're going to film these this is just this is audible this is this is 1.0 and we're going to go up to 100 yeah. <laughs> and beyond but um any final words? Thanks for listening, guys. And then, yeah, always reach out, like, um, any questions if we're getting started or anything. Yeah, 100%. And um, see you on the next podcast.